Blog Talk Radio. up everybody welcome to another edition of sports of religion oh my co-host macaulay matthew i'm of course william mamo what's up mac how you doing hey what's up man how's it going i'm good man glad to have you on the show as always thanks for having me glad to have thank you man no thank you i'm glad to have (laughs) 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 and i'm glad to you know have you know you, you ladies and gentlemen, uh, check out this episode as well. Um, if you want to call in, um, the number is 917-388-4189. That's 917-388-4189. So um, feel free to talk about any of these upcoming topics. We're going to uh, give our takes on the Super Bowl. And is it the worst Super Bowl ever? We're going to dive right into that. Um, we're going to talk about the Rio Muto trade as um, Phillies finally acquire um, the former Marlins catcher. We'll talk about uh, Porzingis uh, getting traded to the Mavericks and, you know, the um, how, the domino effects of that um, w- with all the teams rumored to be involved with Anthony Davis and Kevin Durant and, you know, all the – the NBA news and rumors there and, uh, you know, wrap it up with a little WWE, but, uh, most importantly, you know, um, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, that's, uh, 917-388-4189. That's 917-388-4189. So feel free to let your voice be heard. But, uh, yeah, let's just get into this, uh, Super Bowl. And man, <laughs> What a stinker. That is easily the worst Super Bowl ever. From the from the commercials to a mediocre halftime show and everything in between. Like was that was a way watching that game. Like if you checked out the last the um the the previous episode, and the uh, TV tube, you would know. I, you know, I picked the Patriots to win. Um, but, and I did not think it was a game like this. Uh, Goff looked like he didn't even want. To. Yeah, I mean, let me look. Let me um. Let me look outside. Hmm. It's like <laughs> Goff just got knocked down again. <laughs> and got sacked again. I mean, come on, this guy. This guy was not ready. He should just. He should just shoot a game against the Saints. You know, let Drew Brees take his shot. <laughs> it, man, that was that was. I mean, if you would tell me that you would hold the the um the Patriots to only thirteen points the entire game, and you lose, I would not believe that. I mean, come on. Like and three points. They held three points in the first half. Also, I right? know it was three nothing. Yeah, yeah I would think it was three nothing. That would be enough. 
and that was the second worst um, score um, in the Super Bowl. Um, it, it, the the previous, um, I think it was Super Bowl nine. Um, I think it was uh, two nothing. Two two. I think it was two nothing or two two. No, I think it was two nothing. I can't. Oh, I think it was two nothing. If my memory serves me right. Was that uh? What Super Bowl was that? I, I, I think we were talking about. It. Was it Vikings? Um, was it? I think it was Vikings. Um, uh, Pittsburgh. I think. I think so. I can't but remember. um. But uh, in any case, yeah, that it was a clunker, man. And man, the Patriots they just they just hanged in, into the game, man. I mean, That's why Patriots are great. Man. I mean, what could you? I know. There's no doubt how great Tom Brady is, man. No matter how far he is, you, you know how he, how down his team is. You know he's always going to come back, as evidence uh, in the um, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs uh, game, the AFC game, which everybody, you know, and their moms was picking the Chiefs to win. You know. I mean, I was I, don't get it twisted. I was rooting for the Chiefs too, but man, I just I just can't bet against um, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. I mean, it's like it's like betting against Paul Heyman and and Brock Lesnar, man. It's like <laughs> they they always win and <laughs> they always win, man. True. That's not, like like Paul Heyman says. That's not a prediction. It's a spoiler alert. Those guys <laughs> always win. And another thing, if I'm rooting for if I'm rooting against somebody. You better believe they're gonna win. <laughs> so that's another that's another thing. I I had a feeling they were gonna win too. So, but yeah, what can you say? Tom Brady, I mean, you know, he does it again. The Patriots, they played like the Patriots, you know, when they're in this mm-hmm. big spot. You know, they 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 don't make mistakes. You know, they yeah. they play precise. They take advantage of your weakness and capitalize on it, and they did that with exactly. the Rams. They the Rams Absolutely. couldn't move the ball at all in that first half. Nope, or in the second they half. Could not. Yeah, the, the whole game. I mean, only in, like towards the fourth they started to get a little something going. You know when they um you know when they finally got a field goal. I mean, after they had millions of opportunity, not to mention. Uh, um, you know, the, the the Patriots kicker missed that first field goal. But, man, as much as I wanted to get into that game, you know, because I was watching it with, you know, some friends at, at an event. And, like, I could count on my one hand when I was actually excited the whole time because I was just waiting for that other shoe to drop because, you know, even though the Patriots weren't, were, were you know, were, weren't there, weren't firing, you know, offensively on all cylinders, but you know the the game was close, and if the game is close, you know, which obviously the Patriots led the you know practically the whole game, you know, the Patriots are gonna win. You can't you can't let the Patriots come back, and it, it goes all the way back to that Falcon series from years ago. If you give the the if you give the Patriots even a little sign, a little glimmer of hope, <laughs> you're gonna be looking up at the lights because. They're gonna they're gonna overtake you and defeat you, and they won't give you a second chance. Yep. And that's what happened. And that's why Tom Brady is hoisting his sixth Super Bowl Super Bowl champion and 
Junior um, Edelman is the the MVP. So, you know, congratulations to the 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 Patriots. Go. Much to my chagrin, but you know, congratulations to them. You know, goat. They 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 barbecued the Rams. So seriously, I mean, they they are a dynasty, man. They mm-hmm. what? This is their you third title in five years. And they, you know, and um, yeah, they've been. This is their sixth, sixth um, championship out of nine, out of uh, what three, three tries. So they just, you can't stop them. Yeah, if you have a Patriots team, if you have a six. Patriots team, and you have Bill Belichick as the um, the head coach, and you got Tom Brady still, you know, at quarterback, you're gonna, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna win because. See, if you look back at the years, the the, the um, supporting cast always changes, but those are the two constants that that right. that that club always has. And unfortunately, at the end of the the season, it always ended ends up with them kissing the Vince Lombardi Trophy. So yeah, and, and uh, it doesn't look like they're gonna a fan, miss a beat. Yeah, man, as a Jeff fan, man, it looks like you know that until Tom Brady retires in the next. Seemingly three to five years, you know, unless of you facing Eli Manning, Eli Manning could get the fountain of youth or, or, or the Eagles, man, they're going to just keep adding on to that total. Well, so, you know, those other teams in that division need to do something, man. <laughs> you guys need to do something. I mean, come on. Yeah, we need Darnell to, to live up to his potential, you know. Well, We'll see what happens. Um, you know, they did they did hire they did make some uh, coaching hirings with um, with Williams and Vic, who's uh, Gase's uh, you know uh, father-in-law. And not to mention they were they worked they worked together in uh, Saint with the Saints uh, during the Bounty Gate um, you know scandal where uh, Vic allegedly. Um, testified against Williams, but apparently they put their differences aside, and now they're going to be one happy family, you know, under Gase as the the new head coach. So hopefully the Jets can, uh, you know, get a good draft pick and uh, spend that alleged, you know, that um, reportedly $100 million, um, you know, salary that they have free, you know, they have $100 million, you know, a cash to spend reportedly this off season. So hopefully they could spend it wisely. Yeah. We'll see what happens with that. You know, there needs, Patriots need some competition, man. There's been years where you've had the Dolphins, you've had the Jets when it here and there, but you know, that AFC has been dominated by the Patriots for the last almost 20 years, pretty much. Right. So some of these other teams got to step up, man. Can't expect the Giants and the Eagles to beat yeah, the Patriots all the time. <laughs> you know, it's true. <laughs> that, is, that is true, man. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. Congratulations to them, you know. Got to give them their due. But one thing I will not give them credit for is being an underdog. Because, come on, they're acting like 
when they were like um they had a they had a parade before the um before they went to the Super Bowl. Obviously, they had a a, a championship parade afterwards, and they went to Disneyland. But before they had like a rally, you know, before they played in the the uh, Super Bowl, and you know, Tom Brady was like, "We're still here, we're still here." Like, duh, duh, dude, you guys are gonna win the whole thing. Like, <laughs> they're like, well, they're, some people didn't think like they were gonna the Chiefs. What happened? Some people didn't no, think no, they were I gonna beat the Chiefs in the AFC. But I didn't the... think they were gonna beat the Chiefs. You know? Well, I did. But they're like, we're I still thought here the Chiefs were doing... the best team all year. Me personally. Well, but, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. So. But as you know, postseason is a whole different story than uh, regular season. Well, Patriots almost lost that game. Let's not forget. They all they almost lost well, yeah. that game. Well, yeah. So they won that if game they by Tom, they, luck. They would have lost that game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But So that's when they began the whole underdog theme right before that Chiefs series. But some tells me, I don't think they have, I don't think they have, I don't think they have that. I don't think this is just a new thing because of the Chiefs series. I think Deep, I think inside they need something to motivate them because they're the they're the dominant giants. So they need to still feel like this us against this world kind of mentality for them to propel themselves and not get too, um, you know, like egotistical and expect themselves to win. You yeah. know. So I think that's why I think I think that's all all part of their gimmick of you know they're like hey you know. It's the it's the the fans and you know the Patriots, you know, and the coaching staff against the whole world who wants to see them get knocked down, you know, and and they want to twist it to a, a underdog kind of story. Yeah, they definitely I use that as a motivated factor. And hey, it worked. So I guess you gotta give them credit. Yeah. And another cringeworthy thing to happen, you know, was after the game. And that was, you know, um, you know, basically, you know, Joe Namath, you know, the Super Bowl three champion, you know, handing the trophy to the Patriots, man. It's, you know, what I mean, like the only great heyday of the Jets, you know, basically handed it over, I'm passing the torch essentially to the, to the the Patriots, the. The team that dominates the AFC East. Yeah, that's well. It wasn't as I don't think it was as cringeworthy because you know he never played against the Patriots. But uh, yeah, I mean he is a Jet. Well, yeah. but... but no, I think for a, a Jet fan, a modern day Jet fan, not obviously he had none. To, you know he has no beef with the the Patriots. I mean, right. But I'm saying as a Jet fan, you know. But I mean, it is what it is. If the, the Jets would have been in the Patriots spot, it would have made the the moment a lot more epic. True. But you know, unfortunately, that wasn't in the cards. So yeah, we'll see what happened with that. But uh, moving on, the um the Phillies they they finally got the biggest fish in the um in the off season trade wise. You know, JT Romuto, everybody's been rumored to get the JT Romuto, the Yankees, the Mets, um, the the Braves. 
I mean, you name every team in the major leagues. You know, they've been rumored to to get the um get JT Romuto. Even the Yankees and Mets were rumored to to make a three team deal just to just so that you know JT Romuto could come to New York. But as you know, it didn't come to fruition, and basically, the Marlins just was you know trying to fleece everybody. But at the end of the day, they had to settle for uh, the the, pro- the three prospects they had, you know, in that trade. A follow, you know, who's a, a catcher, and then like two um, hard throw, two um, you know pitchers. They got. Phillies are gonna be nice and, next year, uh, this upcoming season. They have a good roster. Yeah, and and they might not even be done because they're, you know, they're going to. Um, you know, they're rumored to, to try to go after Bryce Harper or Manny yeah. Machado, most likely Bryce Harper. So they're not done yet. Of course, you got the Braves. You know, they, they're, they're, always, they're always in it. They got the young hitting and, um, you know, those um, good, good, good pitching as well. I mean, it's a tough decision, you know, for the, for the you know, the, the Mets to try to win. Oh, the only yeah. team they have, they can't. And then you got the Nationals too. You know the Nationals signed Corbin, and you know they made some moves. So I mean the the Mets have the Mets are the Mets are improved, but you know this division is not a. They're not going to run away with this division like in '06. You know, and I don't know. I don't think you could. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, Brody Van Wagner, I, I appreciate his passion. You know, he thinks the Mets are the team to beat. And he said, come get us to the to the other um, teams in the division. But I don't think he made enough moves um, to put them over the top. I think he made necessary moves to get them to, you know, a good team. But I think they're like a move or maybe two away from being a, yeah. a championship caliber team. You know, but well, you got Machado you know, and Harper still out there. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I don't think I don't think that's gonna happen. I mean, if if any of those guys are coming to New York, uh, they're gonna be put on the pinstripes. But um, you know, we'll see we'll see what happens with that. But you know, hey, congratulations to the Phillies. They they made they got that big acquisition, and they might not even be done yet because they you know like we said. Those two big fishes out there are still available. Oh yeah. But I'm hoping and I'm praying that you know um, they'll sign a- elsewhere. But if not, hey, Mets got that Mets got that pitching, that young pitching, um, and oh, and of course Vargas. But I'm not mm-hmm. mentioning him. <laughs> but um, yeah, they got that those four young starters, you know. So. Uh, you know, I'm. Um, you know, I think the Mets are going to be back, and I think the the offense is going to improve if they stay healthy. So I think Mets. You know, Mets are Mets are going to contend. Worst worst case scenario, I think they'll be a a, a third a third uh, you know third in the division. But if they live up, if they um hit to the back of their baseball cards, you know. They uh, they could they could very well win the division because of that that 
great starting pitching they have, and they improved the bullpen with Diaz and and uh, getting Familia, who was their closer, who who's pitched great for the Mets, uh, other than the 2015 World Series, thanks to the defense and that quick pitch that um, you know led to a home run in Game One of the World Series. But you know, Familia, he's been great, you know all the way up into that series. So having him as a setup guy, a guy you know who pitches well in New York, that's a plus. They got Justin Wilson, who's a a good, you know, setup guy. And then you have uh, Lugo and uh, Gesselman, you know, in the pen. So they're, you know, I think they're, they're definitely improved. You know, I think that uh, definitely, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they win the division, but they got to play over their heads and they got to stay healthy. So that's, that's the key to the Mets winning this, this division, this division. Why am I like, you know, basically that's, that's the way they got to do. They yeah, stay I mean, healthy. Phillies, Phillies and Braves are going to be tough, you know, definitely. Mm-hmm. You know. And the Nationals, don't forget the Nationals too. Yeah. It's going to be a tough division. You know, Mets got to, you know, mm-hmm. They they had the Mets had some acquisitions also you know you got the Robinson mm-hmm. Cano trade you know so you got some guys but if they could get Hopper or, or Machado that'd be a game changer right there absolutely but yeah um shifting gears uh, to NBA and uh, you know of course the um, Porzingis trade went down. Um, last week, and um, basically, um, Porzingis is now a Maverick, you know, and, uh, you know, it was a, a shocking move, you know, because um, basically, you know, Porzingis was always groomed to be the franchise player, but, you know, due to injuries, he could never stay healthy and live up to his potential, and then, you know, he had, um, you know, a bad relationship with the front office, you know, ever since Phil Jackson days. So, um, as a result, he allegedly demanded a trade, and within two hours, he was dealt to the Mavericks. Um, you know, the good, th- the only good thing about the deal is that, you know, they got cap space so that they could potentially um, pursue, you know, free agents such as Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, uh, Kawhi Leonard, you know, so on and so forth. But, um, you know, they gave up on Porzingis, a guy who has so much potential. You know, it, it it's sad to see him go. But but the but the, another good thing about him being traded is that, um, you know, they got rid of Tim Hardaway Jr. and uh, Courtney Lee's contract, you know to allow that flexibility, you know, to, to sign the aforementioned free agents. But the one thing they got to remember to do is that they cannot overspend for mediocre players or players who are not, who are not superstar players. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what I'm afraid of. Uh, for example, yeah, Jimmy Butler, he's a, he's a good player. Kemba Walker is a good player, but those cannot be the two big free agent acquisitions and you can't overpay for them. You cannot give them Kevin, Dar- Kevin, 
Durant or Steve, Stephen Curry or LeBron James type money. You know, it's best they just hold. If they can't get Durant and Anthony Davis, um, you know, in the summer of next year, or or um, you know Kyrie Irving or any of those top guys, they should just they should just save their money, you know, and just draft the right way. The Knicks should have they should have found a way to keep Porzingis. When Porzingis is healthy, yeah. he's a top twenty twenty five player in the NBA. You know, the guy can yeah, but they can't. shoot. Um, he's athletic. Um, you know, and he's he has room for improvement. You know, he's still a young guy. You know, a lot of potential. Uh, but they should have found a way to keep him, and then they could have traded some of the other guys like Hart, like Hardaway and um, Canner, free yeah. up cap space, and got another superstar yeah, pair with Porzingis and got another draft pick. You know, that's, that's the what they should have done. Um, yeah. But they traded him away, and they didn't even get that much for him. I mean, I know they got Dennis Smith back. I know. Who's been mm-hmm. good so far, but... Who they could have drafted in the first place instead of Nilekino. Who they should have drafted, um, yeah, because Nilekino yeah. is a bust right now, but... Yeah, unfortunately. I feel they should have gotten more for him, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's, there's no doubt about it. They should have got more. They they should have treated him, you know, when his stock was high before he got injured. Because we literally got nothing. We, other than Dennis Smith Jr. and cap space, um, we really didn't get anything back for him. I mean, DeAndre Jordan, you know, he's, you know, he's a, he's a good player. I'll give him that. You know, he, he's, he's been averaging a double-double um, ever since he's been on the Knicks. You know, he got another one today. Um, I think he was at least he he at least scored ten points and fourteen rebounds. I don't I don't know his final stats, but he had at least uh, a double double. I know Mitchell Robinson was close to a double double. He was three shy of uh, three rebounds shy of a double double last time I checked out the game. Um, you know the the Knicks lost their 16th straight earlier today. No surprise there. But uh, DeAndre Jordan's main job is to mentor Mitchell Robinson and turn him into, you know. DeAndre Jordan light. And, uh, you know, basically another reason why they're keeping him is because he's good friends with Durant. So maybe they can have DeAndre Jordan sign the for the minimum $5 million. And, uh, you know, hopefully lure some superstars that come, but they yeah. got to keep Knox who, who scored 20 points today. Yeah. I mean, that that's what they got to do, you know, Zion, and after, Zion, 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 yep. and and hold on to Zion. You know, just keep just keep doing what they're doing. That's the only thing that they're do good at losing. Even though it hurts my heart seeing them lose every game, because I mean it's it's against, you know, you know my DNA to for from to see my team lose. But you know it's part of the process. Unfortunately, you know. I stopped so watching the Knicks long time ago. Well, I don't know why you do this to yourself, man. So I wasn't watching the whole thing. I saw a little bit here and there. I watched the highlights, um, but then again, there's yeah, not the highlights, highlights to watch. Basically. Some dunks here and there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's basically the highlights. You know, Dennis Smith Jr., man, he's a, he's a walking double-double, triple-double dude, man. Like, 
his last game with the Mavericks, the day before we traded for him, he, he had a double, du- triple-double against us. But I guess the way how we've been playing, it's not saying much. But the guy has talent. He has potential, you know. He does. We definitely need to keep him. Yeah, and uh, Kevin Knox, you know, he's he's had some bad shooting nights. He got potential there. Um, Dennis Smith Jr. and um, Knox, they're going to compete you know, in uh, the all-star games, you know, the rising the rising all-star and the, um, the slam dunk. A slam dunk is for, for Smith Jr. And uh, uh, Knox is going to play in the rising, rising all-star game. So congrats to them. And, you know, they got to build on, build on, build on that, you know, and I, I would even say to trade for, I would even trade, you know, Davis for them. You know, I would just, Wait twenty twenty if he wants to come here, let him come. But we'll yeah. see what happens with that. Um, and back to Anthony Davis, you know he he st- stood pat. You know they didn't trade him, and uh, you know he's gonna remain with the Pelicans for the rest of the year. Um, the Knicks didn't trade a Cantor or Wesley uh, Matthews, the other guy they got in the the um, Porzingis uh, trade. And uh, as a result, Ennis Kenter and uh, Matthews are free agents where they could sign with postseason teams. And this is where the Knicks messed up here. They should have never, like, benched um, Kenter. They they played their card way too much because if they were still playing him, he would have had trade value, and then they would have trade. They could have got a, at least, a, at the worst-case scenario, a pick or two for him. And Matthews, too, because those guys could help a, a team, a postseason team. They would have got a pick for them instead of just releasing them because everybody knew they're not going to hold on to those guys, especially Cantor. And that's why they got nothing for them. You know, it was a waste of time. Yeah, man. They got uh, – waving Cantor like that, I mean, it's a waste. Like, at least they could have traded – they could have traded for him yeah. and got something, you know, out of it. Yep. Exactly. They they really played their hand badly. They really played their hand badly with that one, that situation. Um, what was your thoughts on the 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 NBA trading deadline? Well, I I thought the big winners was Philly. I mean, they got another scorer, Tobias Harris, and and they traded away. They have uh, like faults. Yeah, but they got like twenty five twenty point scores in a scoring lineup. I mean, they should be. Mm-hmm. The favorites now to go to the NBA Finals out of the East. Yeah, they don't got to worry so about. So they are clearly the winners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was, yeah, it was a slow team. trading deadline. AD didn't get traded, and there was yep. some reports saying that he might be traded to the Lakers. That never happened. So yeah, I think that's gonna happen in the offseason. Even though the 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 Pelicans are trying their hardest not to trade him. Because uh, uh, reportedly we're, the Knicks are on equal footing with with the um, with the Lakers as uh, possible landing spots uh, for him. Mm. And then uh, you know Kevin Durant, you know he had a tirade with the um, with the reporters because um, you know he felt like every time he opens his mouth, his words are being twisted. Um, Twisted by the media, and literally, he, when he opened up the, his uh, conversation, he said he know he doesn't know anything about the Knicks trade of Porzingis and all that stuff. It, it doesn't have anything to do with him. 
And um, he he literally just boldly and honestly said he doesn't trust none of y'all in reference to the, <laughs> the media. So I guess he's being honest. You, I mean, you don't like that he shut out the, the media and not answer their questions after the game, but at the end of the day, it's his, his prerogative. You know, that's how he feels, you know. That's what he's going to do. And the most important thing is that, you know, the Warriors are just winning, so they're just going to look the other way. What's your I, thoughts on that? I'd be, if I was an athlete, I, man, I'd, I'd probably grow impatient with some of these reporters. Because some of these reporters ask you the stupidest questions and the most <laughs> annoying questions also. Uh, I'd, I'd get impatient and, and, and smack, smack a dude. but kd i mean kd he's gonna hear those that you know those that nick you know you know him coming to the knicks i mean this is gonna be a free agent so he's gonna hear that a lot now so he, Mm -hmm. he has to you know he has to handle it yeah and uh yeah, speaking of the the Lakers, you know they were rumored to be training for, like we said, they were training for the rumor to trade AD, and apparently people were heckling um, Ingram and saying LeBron's gonna trade you <laughs> to Ingram <laughs> while he was sitting down. <laughs> Obviously, it didn't happen yet, so I guess Ingram can rest easily and, until the off season. But um, yeah. speaking of uh, you know hitting people. Uh, Becky Lynch in the WWE, she got suspended um, because they want her to take a, uh, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of the word like a, they want her, they want her to get a medical report, I guess, you know, check to see if she has any injuries uh, with her knee um, that she suffered um, since the what the Royal Rumble pay per view event mm. against Oscar. So they, so she didn't want to, she didn't want to test it because she won the word, you know, she won the word rumble, um, even though she had a bad knee, and um, as a result, since she didn't want to um, have the, the doctors check, you know, to see if she has any serious injuries, she suspended from, her, um, her scheduled match against Asuka. So as a result, she attacked Stephanie, on Raw, which led to her suspension. Well, actually, following her susp- her suspension, and then on Tuesday night, she um, slapped Triple H, Stephanie's um, wow. you know, real life husband. So Becky's on a rampage. Yeah, Becky, she you know she can't be stopped. You know that's the that's the man. You know, you know that's the most popular superstar easily right now in the WWE. So oh, yeah, gotta give her credit. And uh, SmackDown. Um, last week, um, Daniel Bryan unveiled a new WWE title, which looks extremely hideous. I yeah, mean, should look ugly. <laughs> it is the it is one of the ugliest titles I've ever seen. It might have been it might be the ugliest title I've seen. Like, especially it, up there, it's really hard. It's it's really horrible. And and uh, and of course, you know, after the Royal Rumble, you know, during his Rumble match with uh, AJ Styles, uh, Luke Harper, no, not Luke Harper, um, Eric Rowan attacked, um, attacked 
AJ Styles with the referee not looking to um, secure the title defense for um, Daniel Bryan, the new Daniel Bryan. So yeah, that's that's basically what's going on in uh, the world of WWE. Um, in uh, what you might call it, the um, AEW All Elite. Um, uh, Chris Jericho recently signed with uh, that company, and um, and uh, Kenny Omega. He he now he he joins that that um, organization as well. So. You know WWE. You know that this uh, all elite. They're, they're signing some of the top uh, wrestlers in the world, and some of the, the wrestlers from WWE are rumored to be leaving. Like Daniel, uh, Dan, um, not Daniel Bryan. Um, AJ Styles is rumored to maybe even be leaving too, because his contract's going to end after WrestleMania. Dean Ambrose's mm-hmm. contract, if it's not a, a work. And he's seriously going to leave the company after WrestleMania. I mean, that's a possibility too. You know, who knows? But yeah, this is this is WWE's biggest threat since um, WCW, or even maybe I guess TNA. That um, when they got Hogan, were trying to make that noise, which didn't really amount to anything because that that same night, Bret Hart made his. Uh, triumphant return after the like what was it 13 years after the Montreal screw job so right off the back even though um the um TNA had Hogan and you know some other you know stars from the WCW past you know they still can't surpass WWE I hope Dean Ambrose stays you know I mean his character is different from you know his previous character but there's more potential for him in WWE, more things that they can do with him, you know? Yeah. There's that, you know, eventual Shield reunion. Without yeah. him, you can't have that. Unless well, they, they try already to remake that, so... They try to remake the Shield. Unless they try to remake the Shield again and put somebody else in his in his place, which I don't think would work, but, you know, that's always a possibility. Yeah. You know, once Roman Reigns... uh he fully heals from his, um, you know, from the leukemia that he's battling. Uh, he Roman Reigns is currently, um, you know, he's on the set with his uh, his cousin The Rock on the the Hobbs and um, Hobbs and uh, what you call it uh, Shaw uh, sequel movie, which uh, aired at the Super Bowl. So that was, you know, that was great. That was one of the few highlights at the Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the commercials. That one, the NFL um, one with the with the greats uh, of the past and the present battling out for the football, and then of course you you had the um, the brief scene um, of the girl who um, she she's apparently a good football player. She's 14 years old, and you know people think view that she's going to have you know a bright future in football when she grows up. So. People were, you know, inspired by uh, seeing that commercial, and yeah, that was probably one of the the few good commercials they had at the Super Bowl. Yeah, there wasn't that many. There wasn't anything that stood out during Super Bowl weekend. Yeah.
but yeah, that's you know that's basically it, man. You have anything you'd like to say quickly? Uh, check, check out my show, uh, iMac on Saturdays ten, and come back here check out Sports of Religion. It's Saturdays at eleven. Only on Block Talk Radio. You heard them. Check out this show. This show um, every Saturday Saturdays at eleven. Check out Sports of Religion TV only on YouTube, and uh, check out iMac every uh, Saturdays at ten. He's Macaulay Matthew. I'm William Ramo, and I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.